0: Hello and welcome back to The Steph Gordon Show. We have been planning some really big and insane changes to our offer behind the scenes lately. So Tim and I have been sitting down a lot. We've been doing a lot of strategizing. We've been doing a lot of work behind the scenes to really build out our future and our business's future for the next five to 10 years. And we're really ready to move into that next level of scale, that next level of growth for the company. But what I'm noticing is that this time is quite different to the last few times that I've built and scaled. And there's a couple of reasons for that, but the main two reasons are this time I'm not limited by what I actually think is possible. So, for the first few times that I scaled businesses, it was always, I was just scaling to see how far I could grow it. I never really believed that it would get to the stage that it got to. So, for example, when I built the Purpose to Profit Mastermind, I hoped that we could reach a million dollars, but I didn't really believe that we could. I definitely didn't believe that we might be able to reach not only a million dollars, but potentially three or four or five million. And so because of that, we set the business up in a way that probably isn't set up to scale to that capacity. So, this time is different because one, I'm not limited by the stories that I'm telling myself about what's possible. I'm very clear about what's possible and I'm very clear in the direction that we're going. And two, I'm planning my scale over a time horizon of five years. So, Previously, what I used to do was just hard and fast. And if you know myself or you know Tim personally, hard and fast is typically our go-to for everything that we do. But my ego was telling me, and used to tell me that I had to go hard and fast. The faster you grow, the better. You know, the shorter the time frame that you grow, the better it's going to be for your credibility. The more people are going to take you seriously. And really, the only person I was trying to prove it to, if I'm really honest with myself, was myself. And so. I used to scale businesses. I've scaled a couple of businesses now. This is my third business, third type of business that I've scaled. And so the first one we scaled, you know, within 18 months, we had a team of 14 people. The second business we scaled really quickly, had lots of team members as well, I think 10 or 12 team members in the first 12 months. And so I'm really, really good at scaling up businesses very, very quickly. But this time I'm doing it different. This time I'm planning to scale, like I said, over a period of around five years because the hard and fast growth tactics that I used to implement, they're great because like I said, you get there really quickly. But what it really led to was one, inefficient processes. So, you know, we were constantly changing things as we were going, you know, we were just band-aiding all of our problems and not really dealing with the root cause, which meant that, you know, if you have inefficient processes in your business, then you also have a lot of wasted money because you're spending a lot of money, whether that's on subscriptions, whether that's on wages, whether it's on VA and subcontractors. You're spending a lot of money to run those inefficient processes, right? So it led to a lot of inefficient processes and a lot of wasted money on salaries and subscriptions. It led to a lot of stress, which obviously is never great for your relationships, not good for your health, all of those sorts of things. Like when I was scaling hard and fast, every single time you reach a new level, so, you know, from $100,000 to $250,000 a year, from $250,000 to $600,000 a year things break. Things stop working. And when you're scaling that quickly, things are breaking a lot of the time. Basically, every two months, something breaks. You have to go back to the drawer board. You have to fix it. You've got people complaining. You know That is the, I guess, the con or the reality of what it looks like to scale hard and fast. And so, it created a lot of stress for myself personally and a lot of pressure on my team. You know, I have an incredible team and I never want to make them feel stressed out or burnt out. I never want them to come to me and say, hey, stuff, so I've been working nights. I've been working weekends just to keep up with the demand that you're putting on. On us, And so it led to pressure on my team. It led to tons of mistakes that I made personally, that my team made because we were rushing through things. We weren't thinking about what's the most logical approach to this? What's the approach that would make the most sense? What's the approach that would allow us to, in six months' time, not have to do this task? Instead, we were just making tons of mistakes constantly because we were just rushing through them. And then, of course, last but not least, it led to profitability issues. So, you know, when you've got efficient processes, when you're wasting money on wages and salaries, when you're constantly putting out fires and throwing money at a wall to put out all your fires, because just because you're simply not thinking your processes through enough, you're going to run into profitability issues. And I've spoken about it on almost, I reckon, probably almost every podcast. But when you're scaling that fast, you're just hiring arms and legs, because you're just trying to find as many people as possible to be you, so that you can focus on doing the things that you need to do. And so we ran into a lot of profitability issues issues. And so today I want to talk about and I want to share with you how to scale sustainably and some of the mistakes that I see small business owners make when thinking about scaling and how to really avoid them because I don't want you to scale unsustainably. I want you to be in business for life and I'm sure that's what you want as well. I'm sure you got into business because you wanted to do something that was going to be long-term. You wanted to build an empire. You wanted to leave your mark and leave your legacy on this earth and really help people and really create impact. And the only way that you can do that is by ensuring that you are scaling sustainably and planning for the long term. And so I'm going to give you some tips today around how to do that. Number one is really to know your personal goals. So thinking about things like, you know, the reason that you got into business is going to be different to the reason somebody else got into business. Maybe your goals are time goals. Maybe you want more time freedom. Maybe you want more money. Maybe you want a lifestyle kind of goal being able to work when you want, where you want from, you know, wherever in the world you want. And so you really do have to know what your personal goals are. For myself and Tim, it's a financial and lifestyle goal really for us. Yes, we have time freedom, but we love working. So, for us, it's not about escaping the workload. It's about being able to do what we love from anywhere in the world, not being tied down. It's about making you know the most money that we can make so that we can create financial freedom, not just for ourselves, but for our families and for our children and really create a solid foundation in order to leave generational legacy for our kids. And so, you really do have to know what your personal goals are. And you also need to know what your business goals are. And I see a lot of people neglect this one. I think a lot of people go into business, they know their personal goals but I think a lot of the time they forget about their business goals so some of the things and metrics you might want to look at when you're planning your business goals are things like revenue how much money do you want to be making as a total as a company two would be like profit margin how much profit do you want to be taking home what does the profit margin look like as a percentage for your business team size do you want a big team or would you rather a small team Audience size, are you planning on growing your audience? Do you want a personal brand where you can speak to millions of people? Or, you know, do you want to keep it a little bit smaller? And last but not least, things like are you building to sell? And I think that it's really important to ask yourself at the very beginning of planning to scale, will I ever want to sell this? Not just will I ever want to, but I personally think that you should probably set your business up in case you ever need to or have to you don't know how you're going to feel about your business in 10 years time. You could be completely off it. You could have had a lot of life stuff happen and be going in a different direction. And all this time, energy and effort that you're going to be putting into your business, you don't want it to be for nothing. And so are you planning on building it to sell? What happens if you change your mind later on? Would you like to get something for what you've created? You've really got to know not only your personal goals, but what do you want from time, you know, money, lifestyle, but also your business goals. So revenue, profit, team, audience, build to sell. The next part is then to actually build a business that's going to allow you to meet your goals. So with every decision that you make, when you're planning on scaling your business, even in the you know the first 30 days of growing your business to scale over the next five years, when you build to meet your goals, every decision you make, does it take you closer to or further away from your goals? So does it take you closer to time freedom or does it take you further away from time freedom? Does it take you closer to your financial goals or does it take you further away? Does it take you closer to your profit margin? Does it take you further away? Does it take you closer to your team size or does it take you further away? With every decision you make, you need to be asking yourself that. And so, it's so important that you have your goals written down and in front of you somewhere where you can constantly see them so that with every decision you make in your business, check in with that goal and make sure that you're actually making a decision that's going to be in alignment with where you want to be. Because the reason this is so important is because it can be so easy to get caught up in the feelings and the emotions like, oh my God, and I'll give you a really strong example. I don't really work one-to-one with clients. There's a lot of reasons why I don't work one-to-one with clients, but one Mostly just don't really enjoy it. And so for me, you know, one of my lifestyle goals is like, I want to do this because I bloody love it. I want to coach because I want to share my message. I want to have the most impact possible in this world. And working one to one for me doesn't fulfill that need. And so For me personally, it's not something like I said that I do. However, it can be really easy when someone drops into my DMs who's maybe a big public figure or who has a big following or who has a really cool business model and they ask me for one-to-one, it can be really easy for me to go, or maybe I'll just do it because X that I think I constantly have to be, you know, going back and checking in with my goals of, okay, does this take me further towards or further away from my lifestyle goals? And in some cases, it's the right person who has incredible networks that I'm able to leverage to help me grow and we can do deals or we can do swaps. I think some connections are so worth leveraging, right? And so some people, maybe it's a good decision for me to take that one-to-one client on. But more often than not, it's a no because it takes me further away from my lifestyle goals, right? It takes me further away from my impact goals, And so you've constantly got to be checking in. Sometimes things can feel like a really good idea, but is it actually taking you towards or away from the long-term vision? The third part of this is really making sure that your foundation is stable. So the number one problem that I see with scaling entrepreneurs is that you have a really big vision and you've also got really big balls and so it's all systems go it's like I'm happy to take risks I'm happy to you know be courageous I'm happy to do the crazy thing here I'm happy to scale really quickly and really fast I've got this big vision in my heart and I want to make it come true as soon as possible and that's great and I love that and I've been that person I have that energy I totally understand But if your foundation is not stable, you are not able to build a business that will survive the scale, okay? You have to have a solid foundation. And what I'm talking about when I say foundation is like, do you have an offer that is scalable no matter how many people actually reach out to work with you? Do you have an offer that if a thousand people reach out to you tomorrow to work with you, could you actually say yes to them? Or does your offer limit you in time and capacity? Do you know who your ideal client is? Do you understand their pain points? Do you have an offer that actually solves the problem for them? And then very, very basic things like profitability. I see so many business owners trying to scale before they're even profitable. If you can't nail profitability, please don't scale, okay? You need to be profitable in order to scale. Otherwise, the more money you spend and you don't tighten up your profitability, you're never going to end up turning a profit, right? Do you have KPIs in place? Are you actually measuring the metrics that matter? Are you measuring client churn? Are you measuring your staff and wages percentage? Are you measuring the new sales, the new leads, the conversion rates? If you're not measuring those things, please don't scale. Okay? And then last but not least, systems. Your business as it's scaling needs to be able to work without needing you if you are the bottleneck in your business, your business will never grow and you'll feel so much pressure on your shoulders. So you have to make sure your foundation is stable. And like I said, when it comes to profitability, when it comes to KPIs, when it comes to marketing systems and processes and things like that, if you're not doing it consistently now, then how the hell are you going to do it consistently when you add more in, when you add more clients in, when you add more team members in, when you add more work in as you scale, how are you going to do it consistently then? And so I really believe that if you want to scale, you need to make sure your foundation is stable. And then something that I have been really focused on recently and something that came from Hormozy, was, will the foundation actually support the end goal? And what I mean by that is, if you're building a 10-story building... You will build a foundation that supports the weight of a 10-story building. But if you build that 10-story building and then five years later decide that you want to make it a 100-story building, the structure that holds that first 10 stories up is not going to support the weight of another 90 floors. The foundation of that building is not going to support the structural integrity of what it's going to take to get to 100 stories. And so the same thing goes for your business. When I was so focused on building p I was so focused on becoming a million dollar business. And I built this incredible business model that would allow me to scale to a million dollars, to maybe even one point five, and probably even two to $2.5 million. But what it wouldn't allow me to do is scale to 10 million. Okay. And so you have to ask yourself, does the foundation that you're building support the end goal? And I'm talking about the five or 10 year vision. Okay. And I had to ask myself, Steph, what would you do if a thousand people wanted to work with you? Could you take them into PMP? Would you have to waitlist them? Would you have to rush around and create new offers? As you guys know, if you've been following me on Instagram, I have been doing a lot of huge audience push lately. I know that at some point in the very near future, my audience is going to take off. It's going to grow. I'm going to have a lot more people wanting to work with me. And so if a thousand more people wanted to work with me right now, I'd have nothing to offer them. So you've got to make sure that the foundation is built not just for 10 stories, but a hundred stories if that's the long-term plan. And then you've got to actually break those goals down. So let me break it down for you in some really simple math. And you'll have different goals for different areas of your business. But I have a few different goals. I have financial goals. I have audience build goals. I have profitability goals. I have lifestyle goals. Okay, but I'll give you an example of my audience goal. So if I want a million people on my audience, that might be Instagram. Let's say I want a million Instagram followers in five years, right? Because I know that the bigger my audience, the bigger the impact, the bigger the reach, the bigger I can grow my business, the bigger I can fulfill my lifelong legacy, right? And the faster I can do it. So, if I want a million people in my audience in the next five years, then in three years, I'm probably going to want 600K, okay? And then in one year, I'm probably going to want 200,000 people. And then in six months, I'll want probably 100,000 people. In three months, I'll want 50,000 people. And probably in the next 30 days, I'm going to need 17,000 people. So, I've taken that goal. Yeah, I would love to, in five years' time, have a million people in my audience, okay? So, in the next 30 days, I need to take my audience from where it is now at 15,500 people, To 17,000 people. If I can do that in the next 30 days, then I can replicate that over and over again month on month to get to my next goal. And then actually making a plan for what you need to do in the next 30 days to actually make that happen. This is how I work backwards from all of my goals. You do that for each of your goals, your financial goals, your revenue goals, your profitability goals, whatever it is, okay? Your time goals. Then make a plan of what you need to do in the next 30 days, in the next three months, in the next six months to actually hit that 12-month goal. I see so many entrepreneurs trying to get to the million dollars, the million dollar mark before they even reach the 250 mark. You have to do the work. You have to do the work in the 30 days. You have to do the work in the three months. You have to do the work in the six months. You have to break down. You know, you're know, you not just going to hit a million dollars in, in two weeks or in six months. It's going to take you some time. And, and along that process, things are going to break at 250, at 600K, at 700K, 800K. Things are breaking on you. And so, you have to do the work. So, figure out what your goals are and then work them backwards from five years, from 10 years, what you need to do in the next 30 days. Now, the other thing I see happen a lot is that people have the vision. They have the vision, but they want it now. Let's say that you own a beauty business and, you know, you do facials, you do treatments, whatever and you have this vision of this incredible salon with all these different rooms and all these different treatments that can go on and it's in your head and you can see it okay but you know that in order to get there you're probably going to need like a $500,000 loan and you know maybe an investor or something like that okay my advice would be the first step is to start small so start in a room in your house then rent a room from somebody else then rent a small studio, then move into the big studio, okay? And as you make each of those moves, you get to figure out... So in like three years, you'll be there. You'll be in your dream studio. And three years go so fast in business, by the way. But as you make each of those moves from your house to the small studio where you have to start paying a little bit of rent, you learn about profitability. You learn about the systems that you need for marketing. You learn about how long your clients stay with you before they leave and go somewhere else, You learn about what marketing works and what doesn't, okay? You learn about networking. You learn about leverage. You learn about all those things and you take all those skills with you to the next step, to the next step, to the next step. I really recommend getting your house in order. And making sure your business actually works before getting out the five hundred thousand dollars loan, even before getting out the hundred thousand dollars loan. Tim's business is the perfect example. Of this the a gym, as most of you might know. When I first met him, he was in a really small little brick. <laughs> Honestly, like it was you know pretty rank. It was pretty gross. It was like a brick warehouse in the middle of an industrial area in Perthia. And prior to that, he was in his parents' garage. Okay. So he started his gym inside his parents' garage doing PT. Then, as he got some more consistent clients and made some money, he got his own little space. Then, as he outgrew that space and created a wait list for his gym, he got into the next space. Now, each one of those steps was a huge financial leap, but he had the money. Okay. He wasn't starting out with, you know, $500,000 of debt. And having to not only pay that back, but also try and figure out a way to make money and not just make money, but make profit. Because you could only pay back a loan from profit, from what's left over after all your costs go out, right? And so my advice would be get your house in order make sure that your business works before going out and dropping a heap of money on it. And if you do want to take out a big loan and you do want to get out the cash and get an investor or any of those things, then you better know your numbers and your milestones in order to repay it. You better have really sat down and gone, okay, so in five years' time, I want to pay off that loan. This is what I'm going to have to be earning at each of these milestones. This is what marketing I'm going to be actually doing to get those clients in the door. This is how much profit I'm going to need to be making. This is what I'm going to hire my team members. You need a full-on business plan, which is why if you actually go to a bank and you try and get out that $100,000 or that $300,000 small business loan, you will have to do a business plan. So before you get into bed with an investor, before you drop $100,000, before you borrow money from your family... I'm totally fine for you to do it and go, sis. You do that thing that you want to do. But please make sure that you've got your business plan in place, okay? A business plan is 1,000% necessary if you're wanting to take someone else's money and scale, okay? Otherwise, my recommendation and what we do and what we teach more often than not is start small. Start small, start cheap, and in three years, you'll be where you want to be, okay? Really, like, grow that time horizon out. The only reason you're in such a rush is if you're really honest with yourself, ego, So I hope that this has helped you to understand some of the thought processes that come into place for a business coach as she's planning on scaling and some of the conversations that I have with my clients around scalability. But I highly recommend doing these really simple things. Know your personal goals. Know your business goals. Build to meet your goals. Make sure your foundation is stable. Then break the goals down backwards from five years all the way down to 30 days. Start small and make a business plan. If you loved today's episode, I would be so grateful if you could share this to your stories. Tag me. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. The only way that we can help all women rise in business, the only way that I can continue to make an impact and make change and help more entrepreneurs out is if you share this podcast. Thank you so much and I'll see you again next week babe thank you for tuning into today's episode it means the absolute world to have you here with me if you want more head to the show notes below to check out our latest free resources along with the exclusive link for podcast listeners to book in a free 15-minute strategy session to find out how you can boom your biz